Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a girlfriend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Therefore, Teen Gathering will be hosting their fifth conference this coming February 21st through 22nd, 2020 in Fort Worth, Texas. This conference is designed specifically for high school girls addressing the struggles, strongholds, and challenges they face while offering them the truth, hope, and fullness that is found only in Christ. With top-notch speakers and incredible musicians, this is an event your teen girl won't want to miss. Side note, guys, I'll be there. I've been there before and I love it. Visit their website, www.there, and then the number four, gathering.com to find out more details. Use the code happy hour for $10 off. Don't delay you guys. This event sold out last year. I'll be there and I hope to see you there as well. Merry, Merry Christmas. You guys, what a day, the day that we celebrate the birth of our savior. I hope that wherever you are today, that you are spending it with friends and family. I hope that you are spending time to remember the meaning of Christmas, to remember the fact that God did not leave us here, that God sent his son to rescue us and redeem us. And the best news of all is that God is sending him back again someday to redeem us for good. So Merry Christmas to you and all of your loved ones. Today, my guest is a special guest. It's my husband. Aaron Ivey is back on the show. He's been here before. You guys love him. I love when he's here. We sit down and we recap the year. We recap all the amazing things that have gone on in 2019 in our lives personally and in the company of Ivy Media, which is the podcast and the book and the speaking and all the things that I get the opportunity to do. So grateful. We also go off the rails a few times because that's just what we do. So sit back, enjoy. You're going to laugh. Let your husband listen to this one because he'll laugh as well. This is the recap of 2019 episode. Before we get to the show, I wanted to share with you one more opportunity to consider child sponsorship this year. Compassion International has been an incredible example of what it is to live out God's word commands us to do, to care for the poor, the widowed, and the orphan. Many of the children in compassion programs are considered to be the most poor and often struggling the most to be able to stay alive. The survival program is a new part of Compassion's work, which is to advocate for children and provide them with all they need to be released from poverty. Did you know that 2.5 million babies and toddlers born into poverty die each year and more than 300,000 women die from pregnancy or childbirth complications? Basically, when you support the Compassion International program and give to their survival program, you are giving at a critical time. It's not too late, you guys. You can text happy hour, all one word, no spaces to 83393. That's 83393. Text the word happy hour, no spaces, or visit compassion.com slash happy hour for more information on sponsorship. As a gift from us to you for every happy hour sponsorship, you're going to receive an ornament. It's a gift exclusive to our sponsorships from Grace Laced. The ornament is hand-painted and it is a keepsake Emmanuel ornament. It is a beautiful, tangible reminder of the gift that God gave us with Christ and how we can be that for others. Visit compassion.com slash happy hour or text happy hour to 83393. Okay, you guys, here is the end of the year 2019 recap with my husband, Aaron Ivey. Aaron Ivey, welcome to the happy hour. I'm so glad to be on the happy hour once again. Welcome back, babe. I feel like it's been a while. Well, you were here last year. We did the last year of review, number 225. If you want to listen to that, that was you. Is that the only time that I've been on in the last 12 months? Yes, in the last 12 months. I feel like in a lot of ways you've moved on. (laughs) To bigger and better better guests. Much bigger and better guests. 
Well, not better, not bigger. Just I didn't different. even know how to get to your office. I didn't know where your tiny home was anymore. You walked right over. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for having me. This is our year in review episode. We are going to review 2019. 2019. We're closing the books. This actually, the show is airing on Christmas Day. That's when Wednesday falls on Christmas Day this year. When people are done opening their presents, eating stuffing and turkey and all the terrible things that you eat at Christmas Day. You can then hear. you get bored and you're like, what am I going to do? You're going to put on the happy hour podcast. There you go. Do you know who's on the show next week? The show next week. It's the first show of the year, January 1, 2020. I don't know. It's not me. It's not you. Do you want me to tell you who it is? I want to know right now. Beth Moore. <gasps> I love Beth Moore. I know. Me too. So Lindsay and I drove down to Houston and met her at her office well, and chatted with her. Were you nervous? Because you, know, you, you, like, she's a big deal. She's a big deal. Number one, she's a big deal. Yeah. Number two, she's a big deal in your life personally. Yeah. But also, let me just say this. I'm not saying that like Beth and I are buddies, but like I don't have her phone number or anything. People hold, hold, you know, hold your horses. But when we're at events together, like we're friends. What, what, what is the indication of friendship? That she says hi, she gives she you peace sign. She knows my name. We sat next to each other and we're like friends. Like, but to me, as, this is what's weird about Beth is as much as she is such a big deal in my life, I think I've moved past, I'm a fan of Beth Moore, if that makes sense. It does. Now you are a bestie. No, we're not besties by any means, but I like her in a new way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like you and I have gotten to that place yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've moved from fan to... Bestie. Bestie. Aw, thanks. Speaking of, I saw someone the other day post, um, and this is a good conversation. She said her husband's not her best friend. And she's like, Did a lot she of say you- Jesus was her best friend? No, she didn't say Jesus. She so has- Jesus is not her best friend, and her husband's not her best friend. Who's her best friend? I'm going to guess. Her daughter's. No, she just, her point was, I have girlfriends who take that place. She said, my husband's like my first call. He's like the most important person in my life. But she's like, he's not my best friend. Hmm. She said, a lot of you have husbands that are best friends, and that's awesome. Right. I really respected her for saying that because mm-hmm. I was like, that's great. I love that. Right. I Who's love that your too. best friend? Uh, Beth Moore. Okay. <laughs> I have her phone number. <laughs> what if you did have her phone number and I did it? And you're like, like texting she gave her. It to, she gave it to me at an event, but not to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or she said, hey, will you give Jamie my phone number? And then you And never I entered did. it in my phone and never gave it to you. Yeah. And I, the, all, the whole time I've just I've been pretending like I'm you. Right. So she, the reason y'all are so... Like, we're friends. It's because you've been texting her as me. All the time. Okay, that's fine. I'm like, hey, Beth, did you uh-huh. catch out the uh-huh. new episode of yeah. Songland? Here's what I feel about Beth. And I'll say this, and this is kind of serious, is where I am now in my life, there are a handful of um, older women. And they're not old women. They're just older than Older me. than you. Yeah, I'm 42. They're in their late 40s, their plus. 50s, early 60s. And I look at them, and they have kind of just paved this road for women in ministry and I have the most extreme gratitude towards them. And some of them have become my friends over the last year. And that has been so exciting for me to look at them and go, I look up to you. I respect you. But also we're friends now. Right. And that feels, it feels good to me. Not in a like, oh, look who my friends are. It feels good to me. I'm like, we're all in this world together. You're we're- not alone. You're not, I don't feel alone. Yes, that's yeah, exactly right. You got right. people doing it with you and doing it for longer than you, ahead of you. It's, I think what I'm trying to say, is it's fun when you respect people so much and then you get to know them as a real person mm-hmm. and you still respect them so much. Right. But you're not a fan anymore. You're like, hey, I would call you a friend. And that feels good. I want to go to Beth Moore's house for like dinner because I see her cooking and it's uh, always like fun stuff. 
And her house is decorated well, so perfectly. Text I'm texting her. her right now. Okay. <laughs> hey, Beth, this is Jamie. Can me and Aaron come over for dinner? Maybe Christmas Day? Um, Beth, is she is so special to so many women in their faith, and me included. And so... And men. I find it an honor to sit down and talk with her. Yeah. And not... And it's not... I don't want anyone to hear it. It's a weird, creepy way. Um, but... I just really like her. And so, so that's the first episode of the, the first year, 2020. Of 2020. Whoa. I know. That's big. It's it's really exciting. So we're looking back now. So that's 2020. Let's look back um, at some fun things that have happened with the happy hour in our personal life, in our careers, all those kind of things. Let's look back. Okay. I'm going to start with this. The very first show of 2019 was Lisa Turkhurst. Mm-hmm. It's by far our most listened to show ever that we've ever done. Ever of all ever time. Ever of all time. Wow. Yeah. Because she has an amazing story. Two reasons. Number one, Lisa's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a, the story was about redemption and forgiveness and I won't give away, but she walked through some hard stuff in her marriage and she was here talking about that candidly. And she's Lisa Tucker. She's so wise and brilliant and just great. Fun it's to talk to. Fun to talk to. Are you friends with her? You have her phone number? Um, She cha- She hasn't responded in a while. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> I'm like, hey, this is Jamie. But it's just been, I'm counting right now. I've sent 47 texts in the last three months. No reply. Not even the little bubble that comes up where you see them typing and it goes away. they might be typing, yeah. Literally nothing. Do you... um, Give out my fake phone number sometimes when people (laughs) ask for my phone number? Yes. I'll give one number off. I'll be like, the last four digits are... you really do that? Yes. 9501. But it's not 9501. There's one of those four that's off. Wait, you really do that? I have done it before. I don't do it consistently. Oh it's not like a thing I do. This is this is. I have done it a few times before. Okay. I'm like, hey man, can I get your number? I'd love to connect with you. And I'll be like, I, <laughs> I don't want to give you my number. Is what I'm thinking. And so in the moment, just a few times, I've just given one number off. Accidentally. I've been confused in the moment. I got <laughs> nervous and I accidentally gave the wrong number. Is that bad? Have you ever done that to a woman? No woman has ever asked me for my phone number other than you. I like that. Because you're my big squeeze. Oh my gosh, what does that even <laughs> my mean? My big boo, I, I don't know. Um, I, I got so distracted right now of With imagining- No, of imagining a woman asking for your phone number. Yeah, that, that would, wouldn't yeah, happen. No, that wouldn't happen. Okay, back to last year. Lisa Turkers was on the first show and um, that was great. Lisa also was a guest at Happy Hour Live this past year. Right, which I think that was your best Happy Hour Live. The one with those Lisa two, and Those Cezanne? two nights, yes. Oh, and the one before with and Rebecca one before, and Ruth. Yes. Yeah. Because so, it was just a cool vibe, a great venue. Oh, the it was venue amazing. was dreamy. It was dreamy. So Happy Hour Live is something that we do uh, twice a year. Uh, and we have more coming up this year. I'll tell you about them in a minute. But last year in August, we had Lisa Turkers and Cezanne Hendricks on one night. And we had Ruth Joe Simons and Rebecca Lyons on one night. Mm-hmm. And then we had one in April with Jackie Hill Perry and Andy Andrew. Right. And then Catherine Lowe and Amy Hannon. That was a good year for Happy Hour Live. God, it was such a good year. It is Happy Hour Live. If anyone actually, if you're on our newsletter, you, you already got tic- it. You already ticket got links ticket. went out today. Yeah. So and they sell it every time. But here's what I'm gonna tell you about Happy Hour Live. It's worth it because it's one big. It's like one big party. Yeah. Um. There's food. There's drinks. There's a DJ. There's amazing guests. Goodie bags. It's just. It's the ultimate girls' night out. And I'm the only guy that's usually there. I yeah. feel super honored. Yeah. It's usually me, the three boys, and maybe another person yeah. helping. Yeah. So Happy Hour Live's coming up. If you're on the newsletter, you already got tickets today. Come on. And I'll tell you this. We have a Happy Hour Live in May, and we have a Happy Hour Live in September. Amazing. I want to tell them who the guests are, but I just can't. You can't do it. It's a good year. No, you can't do it. I'll you you got to keep some back. Yeah. It's like holding one number of your, your phone, phone number, number back. back. Yeah. 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 
So we started out that year. Uh, we did 52 shows this year. We did a gift guide show again, which I hope you love that. And then we launched Patreon this year. That's a lot in one year. Patreon's been super fun. For our Patreon listeners, they get extra shows. We do a monthly chat together, mm-hmm. which goes off the rails every single time. Every single time. Yeah. Because it's late at night, past 8 p.m. That's late at night yeah. for parents. Yeah. And we're just kind of off the rails. And we just go off the rails when we're together with microphones. It's It'll be interesting to see which rail we fall off on this one. <laughs> I know. I, I can't know. wait. I, always, I can't wait either. I always get nervous. I'm, I'm nervous about the rails you falling. You are not nervous. Um, speaking of you and I doing stuff together. Well, we're supposed to look back right now. I was going to go ahead to two. This is not a forward thinking podcast. Let's this is back. turn around and look backward. This last year I did over 25 speaking engagements, wow. which was the most oh, I've I know. ever done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> last year on our year in recap, we talked about how we do travel and stuff. So we don't need to beat a dead horse. No, no horse. Uh, but no you horse think we're getting better? No horse died and no horse is being beaten. You think we're getting better at managing our travel? We have better rhythms, better expectations. We have people in our lives that help us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. Last year on episode 225, I remember we also talked about how we say a lot of no's, mm-hmm. you know, and I just said no to something that's coming up in January of 2020 just because I didn't think it would work out for the family well. Right. And it was a big no. It was a big thing. Yeah. So we have yeah. to do that often so people don't know. It was a, a SpaceX launch. You were going to fly to the moon. Remember that? That was hard to say no to. Would you fly to the moon? I would definitely fly to the moon. I, you couldn't, there's not an amount of money you there's could pay. always an amount of money. No, I promise. There's not an amount of money you could pay for me to fly You're to the You're saying moon. right now, Beth Moore hands you a check for $10 billion and she says, I just want to go to the moon with you. The answer's no. It's, 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 I don't have to think about it. Okay, if she texted me, obviously thinking it was you, <laughs> and she said, Jamie, will you go to the moon with me? I'll give you $10 billion, billion I would reply back, hey, yes, this is, this is Jamie for sure. No. I mean, do you remember what happened? When we flew to the moon? No, when we were in elementary school? Baby, that was a long time ago. Technology has <laughs> changed just... since you and I were in elementary school. Was it the Challenger? It was. Yeah, like I, there's, no, it's a, it's a no. Have you seen The Martian? No, it's a no. <laughs> <laughs> that is a no. No, Matt Damon couldn't even handle. If Matt Damon can't handle. Well, he was on Mars, actually. That's further away. Yeah, yeah. Much rougher planet. Yeah. That was a good book, though. You should read. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. 
here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Yep. Um, Okay, so I'm not going to the moon. I don't know where we got off of that. So 25 speaking engagements. Um, this is interesting. Lindsay told me this 11 film, television, and radio appearances. Wow. That was a big goal for you. You've been dreaming about television for a very long time. Yeah. So last year when we did 2008, when we did the recap for last year, I had just been on home and family and you were with me. We were out in LA. I went on home and family. And I remember thinking that this is it. This is it. So if you're a new listener, or maybe I've never said this on, on the show, like I have a dream to do a TV show. Right. So if you're, if Joanna Gaines, if you're listening, I know your network launches in the fall, mm-hmm. call a girl up. Um, <laughs> but so doing home and family was so fun for me. Um, do you remember how my it, neck got all red though? You got so nervous. I was so nervous. That there's a screenshot of you on, on TV mm-hmm. and your neck got super red. Yeah. I've never seen your red, your neck get that red when you're nervous. That's the first time it ever happened to me. But you didn't talk nervous. You, you looked totally normal. because I'm from a professional. Neck up. <laughs> <laughs> from chin from up. From chin up, you looked totally normal. Um, but that was in 2018, but I'm happy to report they invited me back again. They sure did. So in 2019, I did Home and Family, and then I've done two filmings with Better Together on TBN. What do you love about doing Home and Family? Home and Family is fun because I actually dream of doing a show kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So if I could have my ideal show, it would be a mixture between like Oprah and Home and Family. Really? So uh, I love interviewing people. That's my job. And I'm getting better at it every year, but I love yeah, you're killing it. I love doing it. And so I would love to do that in TV form. So Home and Family has fun. They have some other aspects. And then Oprah does phenomenal interviews. Put those together. That's what I want. Do you feel like Home and Family could be a launching point to you starring in a Lifetime movie? A Hallmark movie? A Hallmark mean? movie. Yeah. Wait, I mean, those aren't the same thing. No. Lifetime tends to be more sad. Like someone came and stole someone's baby. Yes. Yeah. And then moved to like flew the, to the nanny. Moon. Yeah. Took the baby and the husband. Yeah, right, yeah. right. 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 That's lifetime. Hallmark is all the Hallmark Christmas People movies. People in love. People and, right now probably are, are just finished a Hallmark movie on oh, Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah. I, I bet there was like a flower shop involved or something or For an sure. old piece of land. Yes. A couple that broke up. They thought their relationship was over. And then they met again. At yeah. a flower shop. Yeah. That he now owns. Yeah. And she came she in to buy love. flowers yes. for her grandma's funeral. Or and for next- her fiance. Oh, yeah. And then she da, sees da. the guy and she's like, actually, you're the one that I yeah. love. And you own a flower shop. Let's yeah. get married. And then they played the song, Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks, um, Thank the Lord for Unanswered Prayers. Remember that Sometimes, song? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unanswered Prayers. Yeah. So Hallmark movie, I think this could open my way. I think that it could too. I, I think that you would kill it too. I mean, I could be an extra at first. Like I could open the flower shop door. You've already been an extra on a film. Yeah. A long time ago, I was an extra in 10 Cup when I was in high school. You did a great job too. Yeah. Me and Kevin Costner go way back, so you hmm. never know. Hmm. I think there's... <laughs> you never know. I mean, I, we are looking back on this episode, but looking forward, I'm seeing Hallmark movie in the future. That's not a dream of mine, though. It but would, maybe Hallmark Channel could make it happen. What if maybe just something you said ended up in a Hallmark card? 
No, that's true. That would be fun. Like if I had my own a Hallmark line. Okay. I think Candace Cameron Bure already has the 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 hold the on the market that. on yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But did I ever tell you about my dream I had about um, having a TV show? I feel like you've had several. So the day after Chip and Joanna Gaines announced that they were going to have a new network, this was probably a year ago. Like you know, I dreamed that I had a show on their network, and a black suburban would pick me up every morning at five a.m. Already in, love it. Pick me up at five a.m. Okay. Drive me. What's it to Waco? Hour two hour, hour, hour and a half, two hours. They would drive me while in the car. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm getting all my press for the day. You've got your. I have an assistant with me, and she's like, "Okay, notebook." Today on the show is Candace Cameron Bure. Let me tell you, yeah, my producer's in the car. We drive. I do all my work. We get to the show, hair and makeup, do the show, get back in the black suburban. Mm-hmm. They bring me back all the way through the horrific Austin traffic. And I'm home at like 5.30 and, and you already made dinner. No, you're cooking dinner. <laughs> no, I'm not cooking dinner in the dream. Like, you get you, home at 5.30, you start cooking dinner. I come home, I have a suitcase. I mean, a briefcase. No, no. I get home at 5.30, you've already made dinner. Or we have someone here making dinner for us. That's I like even, that. Yeah, no, I like I know. that plan. But that was my dream. Amazing. Yeah. That so, could happen. I know. Okay, let's go back to, so we did that. We did our Happy, Happy Hour Live events. Um, another really cool thing that happened in 2019 is that I was on the cover of Austin Woman. That was amazing. It still is amazing because it's still December it's and it's true. everywhere in yeah. Austin, Texas. Yeah. yeah. I like seeing texts from people where it's like they'll take Joanna Gaines magazine and like put it underneath yours. Uh-huh. Or didn't somebody send Someone something today? Jennifer Aniston. Morning, they put me next to Jennifer Aniston, uh-huh. who's on the cover of a magazine, yeah. and said, put you next to your friend. The uh, article's amazing. Photography's great. Can I share? I'm going to share like it feels a little like kind of gloating, maybe to be like, oh, I'm on the cover. But. We've lived in Austin for 11 years and some of my favorite people have been on the cover of that magazine. Right. Like people I love and respect and who are doing amazing work in the world. And I just always had this little bitty dream inside of me of it would be really cool if I ever had that opportunity. And this summer, I mean, in September, I got the email from them and literally screamed out loud at the dining room table and just felt so excited and so honored. I think that's what it is. Like this, we love this city so much. It's like our home. We love this place. Right. And then to for them to invite me, I mean, literally. Huge honor. Huge honor. The only thing that was slightly weird about it is it was the swimsuit edition. <laughs> and so I felt I felt a little, I was surprised when I saw the cover. I was surprised they did swimsuit issue in December. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that seemed odd. Uh-huh. But you looked great. And then the Photoshop, you're like, you didn't recognize me. No, I totally recognize you. Uh, it's not swimsuit edition. I would never say yes to that. Never? No. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? A $10 billion check in the mail. Well, and I'm a, black a pastor's suburban. wife. I think well, that I hasn't stopped you from anything else. <laughs> I don't know that. Like, if they gave me $10 billion, you'd probably get fired as well. Would you get but fired I could... if, if I was a swimsuit model? I don't think so. I think we could live off of $10 billion, though. <laughs> Should we tell everyone about what I just posted on Instagram recently? <laughs> it wasn't a huge deal well you posted a picture of okay me- look can i say something real quick a yeah. lot of my instagram posts i will sit down one day a week and plan them all out so I, it's not i'm not posting live hardly ever and so i hadn't posted anything that morning right. and i get a text from you and usually you're really good about you'll ask the kids hey can i post this picture of you right mm-hmm. you don't ever ask me you just well, post yeah because yeah, whatever yeah but Nine o'clock yesterday morning, I'm scrolling through, and the biggest, most zoomed-in picture of me shirtless that I've ever seen in my life popped up on my feet. I mean, it was big. Did it surprise? Like, were you like, it wait? It startled me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, how does somebody have a picture of me shirtless? It was on the beach. 
Uh, and it just it caught me off off guard. It was you and I. We took a picture together on yes. the beach, and I had posted on my stories after we got home from Mexico. And you didn't say anything, so I thought, oh, it's not a big deal. Well, a story's gone in like 24 hours. Yeah. But I didn't want like a picture of me shirtless on your grid uh for the next 10 years for 100,000 people to look at. And you're like, "Uh, can you please take down this shirtless (laughs) photo of me from Instagram feed? I would have done some push ups or something if I would have known it was going to be on the cover of. So I deleted it immediately. And only, you know, a couple hundred people saw it. So you're good. It was 289 people that had liked it it already. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, there you go. Uh, so that was the magazine cover and huge honor. I mean, beyond honored. And the, the article uh, that she wrote, this was a crazy thing. I was telling, I was talking to actually the guys over at Relevant Podcast. I mm-hmm. recently did a show with them and they were asking me about it. And they're journalists. Like they create a, a magazine every single month. I said, the craziest thing for me was that I had no idea what photos they were going to use. Right. And I had no idea what the article was going to say until it came out. Because they wouldn't let you read it until it came out. Yes. And I asked her and she said, it's pretty standard journalism. What did the guys from Relevant say? They said, yeah, that's standard journalism. Because what happens is you let someone read it like, oh, actually, can you, I didn't mean to say it like that. Can you add this? Can you and take this out? And it slows stuff down. And it's just not, I it's guess, not accurate. Yeah, it's not journalism. Yeah. yeah. So she did a great job. I was so thankful that I didn't say anything oh, to get you fired. So kind. It spoke really highly of what you're doing. Our family, our church spoke really highly know, of our church. Yeah. She asked me hard questions. I mean, we talked about the the Me Too movement within the church. Yep. We refugee talk, crisis in refugee Texas. Refugee crisis and and like, you know, but happening at the border in Texas that we're dealing with. Uh, we talked about women in leadership in church. Mm-hmm. I mean, hard subjects that we have all the time conversations and I don't mind entering into those spaces but when you don't have the final say about what's going to be in the magazine, that's when I get nervous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She did it really well, though. She did a great job. Yeah. Okay, I want to tell you some of the guests that we had this past year. Okay. So we said Lisa Turkers was the very first one. Such a great episode. Everyone should go listen to it, but you probably already have. I had the second man on the show ever. I, I know. I, I didn't know how I felt about it, but the episode was amazing. The episode was amazing. It was Jonathan Pitts. And I remember thinking well here's here's actually what happened i'm going to give a little love to annie f downs annie texted me and said hey i'm gonna have jonathan on the show but i know you and winter were friends would you want to have him on first and i just think wow that was classy she's that's classy like that this is we don't live in a cutthroat society here we're trying to all help each other out i've always wondered what the f stands for in annie f downs it's It's annie freaking classy downs annie freaking classy downs that's what the f stands for finally mystery revealed (laughs) mystery annie freaking class downs i love it anyhow she texted me and i thought you know i've always said i don't have guys on i still don't have guys on but this seemed special yeah. and if you don't know the story his wife winter has been on my show before she was actually scheduled to be a, a happy hour live guest uh the year before but she passed away suddenly in 2018 so having him on was just yeah yeah it was so great yeah that was a really good episode it was a really good episode it was fun to sit down and talk with him uh so jonathan's been on we had lots of stories of redemption. We had uh, Jennifer Welker talk about, come on. She is um, a woman who lives in Houston and she had an affair and she came on and talked about how guys redeemed their marriage. So, so Amazing. good. Latasha Morrison came on to talk about Be the Bridge, which mm-hmm. such a great episode. And if you have not read our book, I highly recommend you get it right now today and start reading it. Uh, Be the Bridge. Tess Clark came on and Tess is who invited me to go to the border with her. And we talked about... Uh, the refugee crisis, people seeking asylum. I mean, she, that episode, I'll tell you this too about my happy hour listeners I'm so proud about. When that show came out, 
I was scared. That people were going to have comments, right? Because like, it's like too political or yeah, something. Yeah. Did and you? no, because here is what I love about my listeners is I feel like we've grown a lot together in these five and a half years. And so when we talk about things that could seem political in some areas. Tess and I just had conversations about how do we love people? Right. And so it was. And that's not political. That's not political. You can't say that's political. Loving it's not people. political, but some people could see that as a political thing. Right. Um, and I think I got such great feedback and then went to the border with them and have loved um, celebrating and cheering on uh, what they're doing. They were mentioned in that Austin Woman magazine. They too. sure were. Wasn't that cool? It was very cool. I know. Very cool. So cool. Uh, so they were on. Um, Andrea Holman came on and talked about beauty standards in the church. And we got such great feedback from that. Just a new concept. When she was talking to me, I had never even talked, thought about the things she was talking about. I checked off a bucket list guest this year. A bucket, let me guess. Bucket list guest. Somebody you've always wanted to interview. Yeah, somebody I've always wanted to interview. I'll give you a couple clues. She was on Survivor. She was a host of The View. Elizabeth. Elizabeth I can't believe that was this year. That was this year. I sat down with her in Nashville and interviewed, and I was so nervous. And I do not get nervous before interviews. But you did say she was the most kind, like normal kind of person, right? hundred percent kind and normal. And like, I could easily say like, hey, I want to go to lunch. It's just so kind and normal. Did you? No. Okay. But that was a bucket list. I've always wanted to have her on the show. That's amazing. I know. Who else is on your bucket list? I mean, the highest person is Joanna Gaines. Yeah. She's listening. She's thank you, but um, oh gosh, she will not stop texting me. Hold on, <laughs> let me just tell her I'm in. I'm in an interview right now. Please stop texting. How do you put it on? Do not disturb. That's okay, what I need to okay. do. Okay, uh, Joanna Gaines. I'd love to have her on the show. I mean, the crazy thing about Joanna Gaines is we don't have cable, and so I'm not like a huge Joanna Gaines fan because I've watched all Fixer Uppers. I, right. I've only seen those shows in hotel room. Really? Oh yeah. Are they on who? I don't even know. I, and we don't watch maybe, a lot of TV. I don't know. We don't. We don't watch a lot of TV. So but you're a fan because of like the entrepreneur. Kind of I'm mind a fan the, because I love to see, I love, I, yeah, because she's, I mean, look at all that her and Chip have done for the city of Waco. Yes. I mean, if you know about Waco, it's because of Chip and Joanna Gaines, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unless your you're like grandfather went to Baylor forever ago, you know. And both of them, they're classy. Yeah, they love they Jesus. Kind. And they yeah. have just, I, I don't know, I just, I'd love to have her on the show. So she's high on the list. Anybody from the Bush family still, I mean, mm-hmm, yep. Laura, Barbara, Jenna, it, come on. Oh, Barbara, I said Barbara. Baby, oh, no. baby, baby, baby. <laughs> I did this last year. Baby, she, Barbara she is... is the sister of Jenna. Oh, Remember okay, last okay, year you okay, thought. There's two yeah, Barbaras. Yeah. Um, another one is Amanda Ramirez the from Johnny Swim. Mm-hmm. Love to have her on the show. Um, and then Samantha Ponder. Samantha Ponder is uh, NFL game day on You've Sunday morning. You've reached mornings. out to her though, right? Yeah, we're gonna, I'm going to interview her this year. Yeah. She's coming on. She is in 2020? Yeah. Well, bucket list crossed I off. I know. So Amazing. I know. Guys, I know you're loving the show, but I got to thank our sponsors because they make today's show happen. Today's show is brought to you by Sips By. This winter, warm up by exploring the world of tea. Sips By is the best tea club and makes discovering tea fun, personalized, and affordable. The Sips By box is the only multi-brand tea subscription box that's personalized uniquely to you. Each month, Sips By matches you with delicious teas from over 150 global tea brands, big and small, based on your unique preferences. And yes, Sips By even accounts for your caffeine tolerance and dietary needs. First, take the tea quiz at 
SipsBuy, that is S-I-P-S-B-Y.com to see what your recommended flavors are. And then you get a SipsBuy box, which includes loose teas, bag teas, or a mixture of both based on your preference. It makes about 15 or more cups of tea. Making a tea profile was easy and the teas they sent were perfect for my taste. I especially love the steeping guidelines and tasting notes included in my box. I never knew tea could taste this good with a few steps and correct steeping and great tea bags. Also, the Boulder breakfast tea is delicious and great for waking me up during our early mornings with the kids and sports practices. Follow at SipsBuy. That's S-I-P-S-B-Y on Instagram for weekly giveaways and more. For my podcast listeners only, use the code HAPPYHOUR for 50% off your first SipsBuy box. Go to SipsBuy.com. That's SipsBuy.com and use the code HAPPYHOUR. Today's show is also brought to you by Prep Dish. Have you ever wanted to try meal prepping but don't feel like you have the time? Prep Dish makes it easy and it is a perfect thing for beginners. Prep Dish is a meal planning service that emails you each week with a grocery list and instructions. And if you have special dietary needs, that's not a problem. You can choose gluten-free, paleo, and keto options. This is the perfect time saver for parents who have busy schedules, which is every parent. This is my life right now. Prep Dish gives you prep day instructions, which will allow you to spend about one hour doing your chopping and mixing of the marinades. After doing the initial prep work, each meal is so quick and easy that you won't have to think about meals all week long. Just follow the instructions and use the ingredients you've already prepped for a quick and easy meal that your whole family will love. You guys know I am not the best cook in the Ivy household. I do it when I have to. But when mama needs to step up to the plate, I love having my prep dish meal plan. The grocery list that we get with the prep ahead instructions, it helps me think, I know what I'm going to cook for dinner instead of what is for dinner tonight? Prep dish did all of the planning for me. One week's prep includes a chimichurri salmon recipe, flank steak fajitas, drumsticks with roasted mushrooms, and so much more. I love that I can set a meal plan that fits our family's dietary needs as well. If you want to give Prep Dish a try, which you should, text meal prep to 33777 and you'll get a free meal plan. Just text meal prep to 3377. And I want to see your meal prep. So tag me on Instagram when you get Prep Dish to try. Who's on your bucket list for me to come on the happy hour? I think it'd be really cool to have Michelle Obama on your show. Yes. Do you think Barack would come too? Like He's I imagine invited. them speaking of black suburbans, like a black suburban would drive oh. up into our driveway. They'd get out. He'd, he'd be super suave and be like, what's up, Aaron? How you doing? Uh-huh. No, I would not invite them into the tiny house. We'd rent a studio in Austin. Like a like a real hype one. Yeah, we'd have catering, like mm, all kinds of stuff. I'm liking the way this is going. Yeah, yeah. They're not coming out to the tiny house. There's no catering here today, I noticed. <laughs> no, there's no catering when you're on the show. And, there's no catering ever. So. And my name's not even on the wall. Right now it says, the happy hour, welcome Natalie. I know. I'm not Natalie. No, Natalie Green came in and she's coming out in January. She was the last person sitting in the studio. Uh, so those are some guests that we'd like to have on. Um, also, Aaliyah Joy was here talking about mental health, which is always good. Shreethi Parker, which actually is a friend of mine here in Austin, told an amazing story about how she came to know the Lord. So we've had good guests this year. So if people are going back and listening to 2019 episodes, what would you say, like, these are the two that you have to listen to? Lisa Turkers was really good. Yeah. It was really yeah. good. That's episode number start 226. There. So start 226. Tess Clark is a favorite of mine, number 260. Okay. Um, Latasha Morrison, she's been on before. She's a friend of mine and great conversation, number 265. Those are great places to start. Amazing. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so also in 2019, you took Deacon on his 13-year trip. I took Deacon on his 13-year trip to Williamsburg, Virginia. Yep. And then we took a train 
from Williamsburg to Washington, D.C. Because when every kid turns 13, they get to go on a trip with either mom or dad. And they get to pick the place. They get to plan it all. And it's the answer to anything they want is yes. Within, yep. within reason. Yeah. 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 But actually, when you say, uh, you know, the answer to the question is yes, they actually don't ask for that much. Yeah. They didn't ask for like, you know, can we get a jet? Yeah. Can we go to the most they expensive restaurant? On this? No, they, that's all they want. They want pizza at midnight in bed watching Hallmark movies. And I bet that's what y'all did. We did not watch any Hallmark <laughs> movies. We did eat pizza in bed, though. That was really fun. That's awesome. Yep. Um, we took two big trips this year. Uh, we went to Italy this summer with our friends, Brad and Noel Otz. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a couple trip, which just two couples. Right. And it was an epic trip. It was an epic trip. It was an epic trip. And people have asked me, how do you travel with another couple? You got to pick the right couple. You got to pick the right couple. The couple you go with, you have to be close enough where it's not weird if you spend one day not even seeing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, we're going to go out by ourselves tonight. Yeah, we awesome. did that. Cool. There's no drama. It's like, no. oh, are you guys mad at us? Oh my gosh. No, I don't, no time for that. If someone said that, I'd be like, we're never vacationing ever again. And we're flying home tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. Can't do yeah, that. Yeah. No drama. I think also picking people who have the same interest. Mm-hmm. Like for the four of us, we walked around the Coliseum. We did not pay money to go into the Coliseum. Col- what? Coliseum. Col- what? The Coliseum. Coliseum? What is that? You know what I'm saying? The Coliseum in Rome. Coliseum. What did, what did you say? Coliseum. It's not Coliseum. It is 1,000% Coliseum. It's not Coliseum. It's Coliseum. Okay, what is oh the- Oh my gosh. Col- so a place downtown where there's a lot of art in it and it's a beautiful a building. A museum. A what? Museum. Museum? Yeah, what are you Like M-U-Z-I-M-M? Museum? A mu- let's go to the museum today. Museum. No one says museum. Everyone says museum. Let's go to the museum. Let's go to the Coliseum. Let's go to the museum. No. Coliseum. Okay, this is exciting. This is going downhill. <laughs> okay, so. Off the rails. The point is, we did not pay money to go into the Coliseum. See him. But we throw down at dinner. We and throw we down both at, have yes, those, yes. Both couples have that as a priority. Right. And also, when we get our tickets, no one says, well, I didn't get that appetizer. You no, no, throw no, no, down no, no, two no. credit cards every time. There's Nobody no gets a calculator asked. out. Hey, how much was that appetizer you had? Because mm-hmm. I didn't have any of the bread. Absolutely and, oh, not. Your, actually, your steak was a little bit more expensive than my chicken. So do nope. you mind? Nope. Nope. It's nope. half and we half don't have time always. For that. And we almost we share all of our meals. Yes. So no one's like, this is this is actually my pasta. It's nope. like, hey, give me some of that. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't even say it. You just put your fork you put your in fork their bowl over there and, and you, you start and you eating eat some. Yeah. So find friends like that. Anything else about traveling together? I mean, I think that you can. You got to have one person on the trip that loves trip planning. Noel, like Noel, uh-huh. she planned. Here's when we're getting on this bus. Here's the boat. Yeah. Here's the yeah. house. And she likes it. She's and not she upset loves about it. it. Yeah. Right. And if you find a person and they're like, oh, well, I did all this planning. No, they, nope. they're not invited nope. back. Fly home. Yep. Fly home. <laughs> fly home. Because <laughs> then there's me and I don't want to plan a thing. Like I literally don't ask me where I want to eat. Don't ask me what I want to do. I'm just here for the fun. That's right. That's my seven wing, huh? Just like here So I find a person like that too to go yeah. with. Yeah. Good balance. But the minute they say, I did all this work, fly home. Uh-huh. And if anybody's like, yeah, you know, this is just kind of boring. It's not what I expected. Fly, fly home. home. You're done. You don't need any drama with people you're traveling with. So we That tra- was amazing. Italy was amazing. Yeah. And then we took our kids to Mexico. That was a first. It was first. a first to take all of our family on an airplane to a vacation. It was actually the first time our entire family's been on an airplane together. True. Yeah. So we all loaded up, flew to um, Cancun, went and stayed in our favorite city so far in Mexico. Don't until- say it. Oh. Well, because you said it a couple years ago. And it's not because you said it that it started booming. No, they have the Bachelor films there. 
The Bachelor in Paradise, I think. Hmm. Which we basically had the Bachelor in Paradise at our house. Like it was just, it was. We were up till three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. We were in bed at like ten o'clock every night. But cameras we took, everywhere. Yeah. We took our kids to Mexico, and it was we spent Thanksgiving there actually. So our parents and our families were probably upset about that. But well, you know what? It's life. <laughs> it's fine. But we um, had such a great time. We also had the best thanksgiving food ever yeah because you know what i think about thanksgiving food you don't like thanksgiving food. i think the worst food of the entire year is on thanksgiving day i and christmas for most people because honestly nobody likes turkey nobody likes gravy i like no one likes stuffing i love no one likes green bean casserole i love nobody likes macaroni and cheese casserole nobody i love all these things no no you no i actually really do like if there was a museum that had all these in them thank you for saying it correctly oh i did Uh i didn't even try because it's the right way to say Uh, it it came out correctly. museum okay but i love all those things so if there was a museum for food you're saying uh, the the apex of the the final floor at the top, the big finish of the museum would I be Thanksgiving go that far, food. But I really do love Thanksgiving. It's that comfort food. But what else do you when when name another day in 365 days of living that you eat gravy? I actually think that you're wrong here. We don't eat gravy in our house a lot ever. I think Never. I think people eat gravy a lot. When I was growing up, my grandmother made biscuits and gravy almost all the time. Now that's different. Uh, see, it's gravy. Okay. People put gravy on things all the time. We just don't. Anyway, we had the best Thanksgiving dinner ever. Yeah, it was really great. Because it was tacos. Yeah, and I was really uh, worried that these kids would ruin our favorite place. Because Tulum for us is like, it's a place where you and I, we can unwind so quickly there. I mean, it is so... Immediately. Immediately. It's like, it's our place. Well, we sat down all of our kids and we said, listen, we're taking you on an airplane and we're taking you to one of our favorite places in the world. Do not screw this up and they were like what we're like for real do not screw this up and then we said we're gonna give you fifty dollars spending money jenny allen gave me this idea you can spend it on whatever you want if you want to buy something in the airport great if you want to buy um a bracelet on the beach great it's your fifty dollars but anytime you complain you you argue any any anything or you say i'm bored you bring any negativity whatsoever to the tulum experience i'm taking five dollars of your 50 no questions asked so when we got on the plane, we handed them $50 in $5 bills and only one person lost $5. Because they see it happen the first time. And I was I was um, stressing about this with Jenny and she told me that that's what they did. And I was like, brilliant. brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. Teenagers will do a lot for money. Can we talk about one more thing here about going to Mexico? And I think this is an important conversation is we also uh, decided when we go that we kind of, un- well, we unplug and... For us, that means unplug from work, unplug from social media, like just unplug and just be with your people. Read books on the beach, like don't know where your phone is. Most days you did not even have your phone with you. I put my phone in the safe. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So for three days, I didn't even have my phone on. Which I had mine with me because I got to take photos, but I was- of me un- shirtless. Yeah. But- to post <laughs> on Instagram later. On Instagram. Yeah. Zoomed in really big where yeah. it's just me. Yeah. But our kids- Three of the four have phones and they were on airplane mode and they there was Wi-Fi there. We could have given But them, we didn't tell them the password. We didn't tell them the password, mm-hmm. but we could have. But we said we're not gonna be on our phones this week. And, and they I, weren't. They, they were weren't. really good about it. They they couldn't, but they would they didn't even ask. No one asked for the password. And when I got home, I was talking about this. I had several people send me messages on Instagram just going, How did you get your kids to do that? And they, people ask us that all the time. Like, how do you get your kids to put their phone up? Uh you tell them to put your phone up. And I think it's easier than people are thinking. Mm-hmm. Can I go on a, a rant real quick? Why not? As long as you use words like museum. If I, I need to go on a rant real quick is 
with kids with phones. We have three out of our four kids have phones. I told you that the uh, 15-year-old and the two 14-year-olds. Um, our 12-year-old does not have a phone yet. And our uh, our other kids at 12 had a phone. But I feel like we're, t- we're like learned our lesson. This 12-year-old's not really ready. Yeah. And if I could go back, I don't know if you would agree with this. I would give our kids flip flops in middle school. Yeah. If I could go back, I would. And you yeah. know what? They'd be the only one. And I don't give a flying flip. Nope. About a flip phone. Nope. I don't give a flying flip phone. I don't give a flying flip phone. <laughs> that That's be. your Hallmark card. There it is. That's your Hallmark card. I don't give a flying flip phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but here's my rant about phones is I need more parents to check their kids' phones. Especially parents of kids that are our friends. <laughs> I I think that parents are, they think we're just going to, that it's not their business what they do on their phones. Bull. And it is 100% your business what your kids are doing on your phone. You need A, to know. if they're on your internet, it's your business. B, if you pay for that phone, it's your business. And C, if they're under 18, everything they do is your business. And D, if you care about like their soul and their heart, it's your business. And their purity. Oh my gosh. I mean, so I just want to encourage parents, do phone checks. Yes. I and, read and, all my kids' text messages. And know what the apps are. Like some parents are letting their kids on Snapchat at 12. Oh It my means gosh. you don't know what Snapchat is. Yeah. It, uh-huh. literally you don't know what it yeah, is yeah or you, you know some will let their kids on instagram super super young mm-hmm. it means you don't understand what you can actually find on instagram really easily i just read an article recently and we can link it here and it is a rough article to read but it is about an organization that is going on social media sites and posing as like 11 year old girls and finding predators and turning oh them into gosh. the police and this in the article it talks about this woman who was posing as an 11 year old girl having conversations and she, on instagram she has an open Instagram mm-hmm. and um, immediately within minutes, she's getting requests from men, oh grown goodness. men asking her to send them pictures, all these things. And so just be aware. And listen, we're not saying that we're perfect parents at this. We have had it. Th- my point is as much kind of struggles and hardships as we've had and we're involved in their phones. I cannot imagine people that don't even people that don't pay know. attention. Right. Because we've right. had struggles. And the thing is, you, you're really good about reminding me this about parenting is that they're going to mess up. Yes. We your, want them to mess up here. With us knowing mess about up. It. Yes. And so that's hard for me because I just don't want anyone to mess up. Yeah. And, and if you don't know what an app is, just search it out. Yeah. You can figure it out pretty yeah. quick. There's uh-huh. a lot of helpful websites. Yeah. Because it's just really easy to find stuff online. I mean, 100%. You, well, you can find shirtless pics of Aaron Ivy on Instagram <laughs> in about five seconds. <laughs> Man, I hope somebody screenshotted that. Oh if you did, gosh. you got it. Um, sorry, babe. Goodness. No, you're not. <laughs> I did feel really bad. Okay, so phones, Mexico, it was so great. Um, also, we baptized two of our kids this year. We baptized two of our kids in the ocean uh-huh. at, at their beach camp. At Panama City which Beach. Which was amazing. Yeah. You baptized them. Um, oh, we did. We I was did. in the water yep. too. Yeah. And it was just a moment. It was such a great thing to remember. I want to bring this up to you as well. Remember the interview we did with Joe and Suzanne Stabil? I do. It was, it's only on Patreon, which is, you know, one great reason to go join, but it was just about marriage. Perk. And it was one of my favorite interviews. It was amazing. Well, because it was cool because it was the four of us. Yeah. And they're, they've been married for a while and they're just super wise. And I remember she told me about how they handle conflict. And... It was, you know, we were around a little table. Then she said the best way to, to do conflict is to reach and grab the other person's hands, to hold hands the entire time you're fighting. And then she did that to me. Like she made me get close to her. She held my hand. She's like, if we were in conflict, we would fight just like this until the fight was over. And you kind of have a crush on her. So it was kind of fun for you. I, I mean, I, I, I kind of. Yeah. But it, I can't imagine doing that in a I fight. Know. 
We haven't ever done that. Well, we don't ever fight. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we haven't ever done that. Next time, let's do that. It sounds great, like on paper or in a book or with Suzanne. Uh, not in real life. I want to try it because I think it would make our fights last less time. Our fights don't ever last very long. I think they last a lot shorter. They would be a lot shorter if we did that. <laughs> okay, we'll try it next time. Okay, so speaking of interviews, um, let's look forward to 2020. Okay. 2020 is going to be a great year at the Ivy House. I just know it. Um, yep. Two of our kids start high school next year. That means we'll that have means three, three high, high school boys. That's crazy. One of those will be driving. One of them will be driving. In just a couple months, actually. Yep. Um, and then I'll take Story on our 13th year trip next year. And you guys are going to New York City? I hope so. That's what I'm pushing for. That's what she, she wants. She wants Hollywood or New York City? Yeah. I, I don't know what she thinks we're going to do in Hollywood, but... I mean, Hollywood, once you see it, like, for an hour, you walk around Hollywood Boulevard, there, there's not a whole lot that a 13-year-old girl would want to do. That's what I'm trying to push her to is New York City. But New York City? I know. We Hello, can go Home see Alone. shows. Hello. We can go see shows. We can walk around. I mean, just all kinds. And her birthday's in November, so I hope we go after the Christmas tree's up. I mean, just, I'm pushing for it. And you can plan the whole thing for us. Because, you know, I cannot plan a trip. Maybe Noel will. Yeah, I'm going to ask Noel to plan that <laughs> trip for us. Um, so 2020 is going to be fun, but let's talk about happy hour. Okay. First of all, in January, we're launching uh, special editions on Fridays called Your Last Decade. And actually, you're going to get a lot of Aaron and Jamie Ivy because we're doing the first one about our last 10 years. That's right. Uh, and then I have some great people coming on talking about their last decade. Colt McCoy's coming on talking about his last decade. Laura Tremaine, um, Nigel Dunn. So we've got and some dudes, which... You have... Opened up a new lane. We have opened up a new lane. And finally, so men now have a voice. <laughs> okay, yeah, finally. <laughs> okay, hello. Um, he's joking, everybody. I'm joking, <laughs> people. Um, so we're doing that, but one of the craziest new fun things is that you and I are doing a podcast together. We've been talking about it for a long time. Tell everybody about it. It's called On the Other Side, and we're interviewing people that are on the other side of something significant in their life. So on the other side of divorce, on the other side of a Heisman, on the other side of the White House, on the other side of war. We've uh, got several interviews under the belt already, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so much fun. It is a fun show for us to do together, talking to some great people. Uh, it's going to be seasonal. So the first season launches February 28th. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know it's a leap year? Uh, that means there's no February 29th? It means there is February 29th. Oh, it is a leap year. Yeah. So there's an extra day. Yes. There's 366 days this year? Oh, I guess so. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know why I know that or why it's important, but... You know, you should eat turkey and dressing and all the Thanksgiving junk on leap on year. Leap year. That yeah. way you could have it twice since oh, you yeah. love it so much. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, it launches February 28th, first season, and it's going to be, it's fun. It's a whole new project for us to do together. So it's a lot of fun. I can't wait. Um, also, I have a book coming out in October. I haven't talked about it and I probably won't talk about it much right now, but just so you know, that's coming out in October. Super excited about that. Really cool. Uh, we have some more Happy Hour Lives this year. We have one in May. We have one in uh, September. Really great guests. We say that every time, but yeah. honestly, they get better and better. I've seen the lineup. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. We're um, taking our whole family to Spain. We're taking our whole family to Spain. On a mission trip. On a mission trip, which is exciting. They're raising money for it right now. So if you can just send in 20 bucks to them, they'd, be, they'd appreciate it. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're all going to Spain on a mission trip. They're pretty excited about that too. They're really excited about that. I'm going to Rwanda in January. You're taking Caden? I'm taking Caden, our oldest. He will actually turn 16 in Rwanda. That's super cool. Isn't that cool? Tell them what you're doing in Rwanda. I'm going with African New Life. And in fact, you'll hear a podcast with my friend Natalie Green. We're going to talk about it in January. But we're going to raise money and awareness for the food program. They feed so many children uh, every day that are in their program. And so I love food. And so we're taking a great group of people and we're going to Rwanda. Let me tell you a cool story about who's going with us. I do. 
So I mentioned Winter Pits earlier. Right. Winter and I actually met years ago when we both journeyed to Uganda. So I met Winter traveling to Uganda with an organization. And uh, Winter passed away, like I said, in 2018, tragically, suddenly. And a couple weeks ago, I was thinking about Jonathan, our husband, and I was just super sad for them. I mean, I was just thinking, God, the holiday. Every day's sad when you lost your wife, I can imagine. Yeah. But I was thinking about their family and... Uh, we actually had some people drop out of our Rwanda trip that were going. And so I was trying to think of who I could invite. And I kept thinking about Elena, his daughter, mm-hmm. who she's 15. Mm-hmm. And I just randomly texted Jonathan. I was like, hey, this seems crazy. I know she's 15. I know it's in a month and a half. Would she be interested in going with us? And she's going with us That's to gonna Rwanda. That's going to be so amazing. And, and isn't that great? Yes. It's so great. Yes. And Elena has a great platform because she was in the movie War Room with her aunt Priscilla Shire. And mm-hmm. so she's just got a good head on her shoulders and she's she has a lot of opportunities. And so it's fun to have her. That's going to be amazing. This is why it's cool. It's because her mom and I met yep. on, a trip on a trip to Africa. We went to Uganda and now That's her and I are going to Rwanda. Cool. Isn't that cool? Yes. I love that. So I'm super I excited. Uh, I have a new album coming out in 2020. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. It's called Within. 12 new songs. It's going to be fun. Austin Stone Worship. Austin Stone Worship. It'll be out in end of February. Great songs. So I'm pretty excited about that. Our church has been singing them for a while, and they're just, they're great songs for the church. When you write songs and your team, you have some great songwriters here at Austin Stone. That's our church, Austin Stone Community Church. I've heard you say this before, and I want to ask you, do you, when you're writing songs, do you write them specifically for our church? I do, yeah. That's the first thought. And so it's like, this is purposeful for our church community, the Austin Stone and it's an added bonus if they minister and work, and work for anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking primarily about our church, but yeah. usually if it'll work for our church, it'll work for the big church, yeah, other it'll people, work yeah. for other churches too. Yeah. yeah. So excited about it. It's always cool when someone sends you like a picture or a screenshot and they're at church and they're singing a song that you wrote. Oh, it's super cool. It's so cool, huh? It's very humbling. Yeah. Um, I think I've told you this before. Every time I go speak places, almost every single time, two things happen. One, someone tells me they know Brad Otts, our friend. Every Everybody time. knows Brad Otts. The second um, is a lot of people will come up to me and say, hey, uh, your husband's music is really ministered to us at our church. That's so amazing. And they've been singing a song of yours. Um, yeah, and yeah. so that's cool. Well, now I'm, I'm getting to the age now where like grown people that are like in their 30s will say, hey, I saw you for the first time when I was like 10 at a youth camp. And I'm like, oh my awesome. gosh. Yeah. that I mean, it's cool. But then I'm like, wow, thank you for telling me how old I am. Okay, so 2020, a new album. 2020, new album. Um, 2020, you and I are going to Passion 2020, which is the place that both of us really fell in love with Jesus. Crazy, right? Isn't that cool? I know. That'll be an amazing experience. Just next week we'll be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That'll be a fun trip. Yeah. Uh, you and I are writing a book together. We have a book that is due in just a few months yeah yeah it so won't come out in 2020 yeah but we will finish it in 2020 it's exciting i'm excited about it um again we don't need to talk about it that much because it's so far away it's so far away but yeah. that's our first that'll be our first book to write together it's our first big project we had dreams about writing songs together that clearly did not work yeah, it's when not, we tried it's not in it. my cards no uh but book writing that's gonna happen yeah so we're writing a book together it comes out in this actually comes out spring of 21 so that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy um yeah so a fun 2020 in 2020, I do know I'll be back on Home and Family. Amazing. They haven't asked me. No, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch us to go on together. You are? Yeah. What will we do? Like cook something? Oh, like a song and dance. We could write a song together called Home and Family. Oh, uh, that maybe get us on a Hallmark show. De- that definitely. Yeah. Would do it. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, so it's been a great year for Ivy Media. It's been a great year for the podcast, new books coming out, you're writing new songs. 2019 was good. It was amazing. I think 2020 will be even better and just incredibly fun. Yeah. It's the most fun right now. It's the most fun that we've had with our kids, uh, with them being down. like teenagers and an almost teenager. So I think 2020 will just kind of sink into that a little bit more yeah. and just in like, in, it's easier to enjoy our, our kids right now because yeah. they're a little bit older and it's the best self-sustaining. It's the best it's been. Yeah. Although I did call one of them the other day a bad name. You sure did. Yeah. And yeah. they look stunned. And you know what? It was much deserved. And oh, I they remember, were being that word that you called them. We can, it's in the Bible. An ass. Yes. You can say that. You weren't referring to them as a, an, a, like a donkey. Donkey. No, no, I was because, but we went through this with our oldest middle school boys. You think they're not hormonal. They totally are. And then they lose their ever loving mind and they act like a. Yep. A fool. A fool. A total fool. And I told them. And this was while we had rearranged all of our schedule to take them somewhere that they wanted to go. And what did I do? You said you stay home. I said, I will not take you <laughs> anywhere that you want to go. You can go back home. Yeah. I said, go home. <laughs> Um, so, but in all seriousness, like as much as I did call my son an, uh, an ASS the other day because he's in middle school and they have crazy hormones, this is the most fun with our kids. Yeah. It's really fun to cuss at your kids. <laughs> That's the takeaway from 2019. I, Thanks I, for I'm, listening guys. Uh, I am your very average pastor's wife. <laughs> you got swimsuit issues. You got tattoos. You cuss at your kids. Goodness. Okay, You're smoking well, a cigarette right now. It's yeah. unbelievable. Okay. I want to end on this. Uh, Today's Christmas Day, and so it's a special day for us in our faith, obviously. It's the day that, that Jesus was born, the day we celebrate that Jesus was born and, and God sending a rescuer to us to make things right. And so it's a great day for us, but we also have a really fun tradition on Christmas Day that has absolutely nothing to do with Jesus, um, but it is something that our family has been doing for years, and let's tell everybody what we do. Well, so we get up in the morning, we do the whole you know open presents and all that kind of stuff. And then we have a Christmas lunch and we always make that Christmas lunch open to people in town that we know don't might not have a family to spend uh, Christmas with or their family lives far away or whatever. So we always have extra people at our table, which is really which fun. Which I highly recommend you do that, guys. We've done it for what, five years? Yeah. Something like that now? Yeah, there's always been And it's always people. somebody different. Yeah. So this year there'll be somebody at our table um, that we're really excited about having. And then we'll- And my parents will be here. Yep. But the fun and tradition. Then, oh, the fun tradition is- then we all get dressed up in ridiculous onesies, like mine is a reindeer. You were going to get me the Santa Claus with the ripped abs, yeah. but yeah, we went the reindeer. It was fifteen dollars too much <laughs> for Jamie to spend. And then we go watch Elf at Alamo Draft House downtown Austin. It's an Elf quote along, so it's like total freedom to you know quote the whole movie Which as you're story going. Quotes and the entire movie, the entire movie, and I'm like, please stop. And but nobody can get annoyed because it's called a quote along. Exactly. And we've done it every year for the past five, six years. And they give you props, like they give you like uh like bubbles the, to blow during something. During the shower scene. Yeah. During the snowball fight, everybody gets cotton balls. And then they throw them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always fun and we do that every year. And that's our little tradition. It's fun. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And we hope you guys are having a very Merry Christmas today too. We really do hope you had a Merry Christmas. Um, in all seriousness, we both, especially me, but both of us would like to say thank you for listening to the happy hour. Yes. Um, it is an absolute joy to get to bring you great content every week. And we value the fact that you show up and listen and that you tell your friends. And we love bringing you great stories and great people. And we can't wait to do more of that in 2020. That's right. Thank you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We love y'all. 
Therefore, Teen Gathering will be hosting their fifth conference this coming February 21st through 22nd of 2020 in Fort Worth, Texas. This conference is designed specifically for high school girls addressing the struggles, strongholds, and challenges that they will face while offering them the truth, hope, and fullness that is found only in Christ. With top-notch speakers and incredible musicians, this is an event your teen girl won't want to miss. Visit their website at there, and then the number four, gathering.com to find out more details. Use the code happy hour for $10 off. I suggest you not delay because this event sold out last year. And by the way, I'll be there and I cannot wait to see you there. All right, guys, that is it. That is a recap of 2019. And I have to say what a year it has been. And I cannot wait for 2020. I'm so excited about our live events. I'm so excited about doing some different live events. I'm so excited about our new podcast on the other side. I'm so excited about everything that God is going to do through everything that we do here. It's an honor. Once again, if I haven't said it in this episode, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining with us this year. We are so thankful for you. Also, Beth Moore, please forgive us. We are crazy people and we love you so much. Uh, But in all seriousness, what a joy that woman has been in my life. And I'm so excited that you guys get to hear her next week on the podcast. Remember guys, join the newsletter list today so that you can order tickets before the general public for our May Happy Hour Live. I cannot wait for you to find out who the guests are for all of the events, but newsletter people will have an advantage because they will get to order tickets first. The show always sells out, always. We have VIP tickets that will sell out first before anything else. So join the newsletter, go to jamieivy.com to find that. Today's show was edited by Chris with Podshaper and the music was developed for the show by Matt Graham. Show notes are written by Aki Slockers and this whole thing is organized by Lindsay Sweeney. As I told you already, next week, January 1st of 2020, I sit down with Beth Moore. You're going to love our conversation. You guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for 2019. I have loved every single conversation we have brought to you and I cannot wait for 2020. Also, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.